Hey, Melody. Hey, Peter. What's up, Drew? Hey. Welcome to How College Works. So we're back on our semester. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's had a fantastic break. That's so short. So is, it, is it difficult for the college professors, too, to return and, and just have this, like, kind of a motivational slump where you just have to, like, power into it and figure out tricky ways to trick your brain back into semester? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Really? Sometimes? All the time. I mean, so when I'm, when I'm at home, I am the primary caregiver for my son, which is awesome. I get a lot of time with him over breaks and over summer. Um, but it does also mean that all of my sort of standard schedule and... and rhythm to my life that happens during the semester is gone mm. <laughs> and it's like all this one thing and it, and it gets a whole new like rhythm to my life while I'm home uh and so it, for me it's like the like seasons like by the end of by the time uh, winter is done I'm ready for spring mm -hmm. because I'm ready for the for a bit of a change and so it's it's actually uh it's a lot more attention for me <laughs> to, to be, be to be a caregiver <laughs> than it is to be a professor because usually my job is not one of babysitting small children, yeah. you know, in the classroom. Usually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, it, so huh. sometimes it's like, it's kind of, in one sense, yeah, I got a lot of work to do, uh, sort of professionally. Uh, but on the other hand, like, it's kind of like a s less work to do in terms yeah. of a couple, you know, while I'm, at my, while I'm at work, I'm not doing all that. Well, I hung out with my dog the whole break and just, like, got completely off my schedule. I was mm. staying up too late and sleeping too much during the day, taking naps, not, you know, like, wearing pajamas all day. Living your best life. Yeah. And so, yeah, coming back <laughs> to school has been a real challenging. <laughs> yeah, not my favorite. Yeah. But, I mean, we had to do it anyway. Well, know. and I do like being on a schedule because I start to get kind of, like, in a funk if mm. I don't have enough to do. And part of that is, like, I'm not going to do anything today or I'm just going to crochet. I did a lot of that. Did, um, did you crochet your scarf? This is a scarf I've already crocheted before the break, but, yes, okay. I did. Okay. It's cold. We both have less scarves. <laughs> <laughs> mine, was, mine is knit, but not by me, by my lovely wife. Yeah. Anyway. So, so yes. Yeah. Yes. Starting starting is uh, can be can be rough sometimes. Like I try to do as much as I can so that everything is laid out, and that way I'm not scrambling to make decisions or course policies mm -hmm. at the beginning. Okay. Um, yeah. That's. Uh, I try to do as much up front as I can. Yeah. Right. I set up everything. Get all the assignment sheets, all that stuff ready to go, and then just that way I just have to kind of fill. So you're you're. Your Spring semester is essentially a new course, right? Oh, oh it is. Yes, yeah. it is a new course. Yeah, so, and it's not like, oh, well, I'm just going to pick back where I left off. Nope, i got to get a whole new course prepped and ready. Um, sometimes it's a class I've already taught, which in this case I'm teaching two classes I've already taught, but one of them we changed three of the four assignments. Ooh, so that's really a new class. It, it wiped out most of my plans, like most of my daily work, because the daily work connects to the assignments right. and so I had to rework all of that and that was a pretty hefty chore. Yeah well I teach basically every semester I teach an astronomy 101 course which is uh, you know I've, I've switched books recently because I'm starting to sort of like zone out on the old one even though it's a really good and I really like the level of the content but it's like if I am if I'm going brain mush because yeah. I'm bored with it now then that's no good so I switched that book but even when I'm doing the same thing each 
each time, I have a whole new class of students. I have a whole new set of students that I need to teach. And so while I might be using the same stuff, I, it is, again, another challenge to you know, learn all their names, like develop the classroom atmosphere, and sort of just basically start it from scratch again. It's, uh, I don't think it's nearly as hard as say starting a business, but if that analogy, you're starting the same business again from scratch every time. Uh, and so that does take effort. Yeah, but it, and you're right, it's different when your battle plan hits the troops. This is a different set of troops. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't uh, per se, with precision, anticipate every foible, you know. No. Right, right. Which is why I have a big list of things. Usually it's like several bullets about things I want to change for the next time. Mm -hmm. So as I'm teaching a class, so last spring, I was making a list of things I wanted to change up. And so this spring before this class started, I went back to that list and was like, okay, what, which things do I still want to change? Because it doesn't always fall, right? Right, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and sometimes... Do you do that while you, as you go through the, the semester each yeah. week? Or is it like you take a... A moment at midterms and a moment no, at No, I try to do it as I go because I don't tend to remember. Um, so if I had a particularly, it's usually from a triumph or a horrible defeat. Yes. <laughs> so oh, yeah. if it was really good, I'll go and put a note like keep this assignment or, you know, they really engaged with this activity. And then if it just did not work, then I'm like, ditch that. That sucked. But this yeah. semester I'm teaching three classes of the same class. And so I'm kind of getting an interesting feel. So if it if it lands in two out of the three, I'm right. probably going to keep it because I did the same thing in my eleven o'clock class that I did in my ten o'clock class today, and I'll repeat it at three. But the the ten o'clock class was like way chattier. Yeah, engaged. Yeah, and they and we read the exact same thing. I had the exact same questions on the board, and it just you know personality, time of day. All of that changes things. Yeah, well, and, and I experience that sometimes where I'm like, this did not work, I need to change it. And then I do it again, and it's like, no, this this does not work. And really what's happening is that the makeup of the class is changing. Yeah. You know? And I think we've talked uh, periodically at some points that the you can have individuals that kind of dominate the classroom atmosphere, mm -hmm. that their personality sort of is large mm -hmm. and pushes the class in a certain way or, or, or not. Or sometimes it's just the mix of the people that are there. Nobody's yeah. like really being a ringleader, whether they mean to or not, but it's just the personalities mesh in a certain way that something which has worked well, all of a sudden it, I'm looking at blank stares yeah. and like zero engagement and I'm like, this always works. What do I do now? It's like, yeah. I let me try to let me try to like retool this on the fly because we're here in the class and we gotta do something. Right, and that's exactly. So actually, I misspoke. It was my eleven o'clock class who kind of didn't do. They didn't. They weren't as engaged. My ten o'clock class. So you yeah. can't, maybe it's like they were hungry. I don't know because it's right before lunch. Okay. Uh, but, like, this is the first time I've taught these two chapters together, and so it might just be that's not the best pairing or something. So I'm going to see how 3 o'clock goes, right. and then I'll go make a note. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so that's kind of how I, I deal with it. Um, like, so, Melanie, when you and I started teaching X years ago, um, 
I was, we were still doing it on, on paper and a paper plan book and paper mm-hmm. grade book. And this, uh, our transition at this point at K-12 is a lot more online digital. The grade books are delivered online to, you know, the scores are delivered online to mm-hmm. kids and parents and held electronically. We used to have to turn in our paper to get locked in a vault for seven years <laughs> yes. for transcripts, etc. But now it's electronic version. And so like this move to electronic has been valuable and, and aids a lot of things. And one of the things that uh, was difficult for me, it's not impossible to do, is on paper, I can put a sticky note, I can write in pencil, I can erase it, I can draw arrows and, and move it around. And that's available on a digital planning platform. It's just so challenging when my English curriculum is is one platform, my, my history curriculum, if you're teaching more than one thing, is a different proprietary online platform. Uh, I could use Google Classroom, but then I have to tool up and learn that and put everything in there for the whole year when last year I had it all on PowerPoint, so I've got to rejigger my entire, um, uh, you know, uh, delivery and and content uh, to to fit with a new system. And and so, I mean, those are the challenges I've been having of, of, if if I'm thinking, in the moment of like, yeah, that fell flat. I I don't have any way of record keeping it uh, that I really put together there toward the last year when I was in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have all my stuff on Google right now, so I just have not in my class view folder, <laughs> but I have in like my teacher folder or whatever, because I go in there a lot to like distribute assignments or whatever um, to make notes. So I just kind of have a, a running bulleted. Google Doc going on. Yeah, I have. I'm not as good about it, but I also have. I have a tab for Google Keep, mm-hmm. and I have little things for they're called like notes, I guess, okay, wow. for each class. <laughs> he was my, really my trying words, to sculpt something with his words. hands. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not as good about capturing it, but that's where they go. You know, like drop this. This worked. You know, for the next. Well, time and I have class. also made like like made a copy of like my schedule or my syllabus and moved it out of the shared folder and started annotating it Mm -hmm. just because I'm like, it's like with assignment sheets too, because I had, we were doing an annotated bibliography and there was like two sentences in this like three page document that for whatever reason they would like hone in on those two sentences and they would just make that their, I don't know. So I'm like, these sentences have got to go. (laughs) Right. And so like I finally figured out like, what what the deal was and I was and I don't know so like I I wanted to highlight that because I was yeah. afraid that just a bulleted note like oh you need to revisit that section or whatever it's not gonna be yeah enough. no I wanted it yeah. to be highlighted in like red yeah I mean I they see my master schedule they can view it I it may have changed but when I first started doing it they couldn't see comments because mm. view only evidently yeah, didn't yeah. display comments and I would not that I cared I'd be all like need an hour for this yeah. need a full hour need the full two hours for this lab I guess I never you know. thought about that I, I, <laughs> I, I thought they could see it at least one time semester I was all yeah, put comments in for like something important for like the chapter readings oh they're like we can't see that and I was like oh man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now I gotta go change everything but you know like that's low stuff I think for me the exhausting portion of the first couple semester, uh, first couple weeks of the semester, is is getting the class running and the kind of the social aspect of it. Oh. There is like 
I mean, and we, you and I have talked about this. When you are teaching, you're on. Oh. You're on in a way that you're not yeah. any other time of in, in, in my day. Like, I, I have to know the material, yes, and that's part of it. But there is a sort of a social, like, management that mm-hmm. I have to do. I have to be aware of my entire class. I have to be aware of my affect, how I look and act to my class because even if I'm having a, a shitty day, like that's not, that's not something I need to be broadcasting and dumping onto my students. Uh, and I need to be aware of their interactions because if their interactions are starting to sour, then again, it sours my entire classroom. And so there is a level of awareness and engagement that I have with how my students are acting in the first few weeks especially mm-hmm. that, is, that is exhausting. <laughs> like you, I get it to the end of the day, especially on, in, the, in the fall where all of my classes are basically peopled with students I have never met before. Right. You, know, and I think, you know, that's an interesting, uh, I've come back to that a lot in my career of perceiving teaching delivery of content as a performance. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and not, that's not to say that it's all fake and I'm putting it on like an actor, but it's to say that uh, the same way if you had a one-man show on stage, I presume, because I've never done this, <laughs> that you, you, as an actor on stage, a performer on stage, musician, whatever, you're, you're desiring that engagement and response from the audience. And, and it's limited in a, in a musical performance. You're, you know, it's applause and it's watching everybody dance or it's whatever it is. And... Um, and getting that energy back from the audience and engagement. And in education, it can be um, a different, you, you have the availability to almost do anything in the, in, the, in the classroom as far as engaging the audience and doing you know, group activities and uh, you know, sharing and, and experiential and, and um, any of those things. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's our challenge today. We talked about before we started recording about students who a lot of times are they know what mode to go into when a video's playing and when it's passive, watch my, you know, watch my content get delivered. And, and uh, so that tool set is, is developed strongly. And the other tool set of engaging and being a co-teacher in the classroom or a, a co-learner in the classroom is, is not as developed. So the responses are not as satisfying as a teacher. <laughs> well, right. And when it works, like it usually works, like, yes. I have, mm. uh, my life is not a failure or something, right? <laughs> but, well, and then I mean, when it doesn't work, you're like, oh, man. And sometimes I'd be like, they are just dead today. Because there are times when I'm like, no, I am bringing it. I am. I mean, well, <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes I am feeling, you know, peppy and engaged and excited for whatever reason. And, you know, but sometimes if I'm just sort of at my neutral, which is probably more animated in the classroom than normal, but they're just like, fish eye dead fish eye stare at me like the natural inclination is to like amp it up a little come on people (laughs) you know because like i i can't reflect that i can't reflect that level back at them dead fish eyes no i can't (laughs) that would that would be a recipe for failure Uh, mueller (laughs) yes well and then in addition to like the social stuff like because we have new people you know, every semester. And granted, I was teaching only two sections of first year writing last fall, or this last fall, and then I have three sections of first year writing this. So I have, mm-hmm. I have new, more new students than normal. Um, but like, I'm having to try to show, like, well, I use Google and 
not everybody did, right? So I have to show them that. And then I'm like, well, here's what I'm putting on our learning management system. Let me show you this. And then like, I just, my deadlines are different. And so fielding all of the questions that I get the first few weeks is, it's a lot. Well, yeah. And oh. Well, sure, and, you don't see me wanting to kind of pound my head on my desk. I yeah. get that a lot in the first two weeks as well, which is like, the homework is due today. Yeah. It's like, and like, it's like I... I, I said this the first day of class. Literally that, on seven different documents that you have electronic <laughs> access to. <laughs> well, it's like I said in class, I'm pretty sure I will like listen to me. I, this is important. I'm on, on my syllabi, on my schedules, things are listed on the day they are due, not the day they are assigned. They're assigned at the beginning of the semester, basically, when I give you the schedule. Right. And I know that they have to contend with... Your schedule's formatted differently than mine, and mine's Legit. formatted differently than other people's. And so I do. I try to be like, okay, yeah. let's look at this together, you know, to say, and I'm like, if you get confused, just go back to the top because there's nothing due the first day because we didn't have homework for the first, you know what I mean? Right, so right. I don't know. Yeah, like, so that's exhausting. And then they're like, oh, I read the schedule wrong, or I don't understand what you want. And they're nervous. I get it. Yeah, which is fine, you know. But there's been approximately 42 emails per day with clarification questions, and I'm hoping it starts to subside. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I've had the, today I've had the homework due today. Oh, no. I was all like, okay, now everybody who does that homework done, put that away for now, because we have class to talk about. Yeah. Handle that later. You know, it's like, oh, there's question asking before class. It's like, yes. Brings up my uh, next question. So we're like far afield, and I've hijacked the content today. It's fine. <laughs> cool, cool. Go but, uh, on. Let me ask you. So, what is your homework policy? If somebody, if the due date is listed, and you you posted it seven times and mentioned it in class twice beforehand, and like you said, you really have to. Hey guys, set it aside. We're doing class today. I want you engaged 100% on today's lesson, so you're not behind and trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. What is your homework policy if it's late? Do you just take it late, and then there's a point deduction, or what do you do? A A read the syllabus yeah because it's Uh, different for melody and i yeah so i don't take late homework you have to talk to me and we have to negotiate the penalty i see but i like i'm rare (laughs) the no late work is far more common than what i just described i see well and god maybe i don't want to say that on here never mind I don't want a recorded record of things. But, like, no, my syllabus absolutely says I do not accept late work. I give them a paper copy of the syllabus the first day. It's bolded. I tell them, if you have a highlighter, get this out right now. Um, So I'm hoping that they know that. But inevitably, like, well, I read it wrong. And I'm like, no. No. I mean, the syllabus is the syllabus. We have to hold to it in a way that, you know, as we discussed, the syllabus in high school is less meaningful, but it is binding for us. And right. I, I need to follow through on my policies because failing to do so violates trust and means that you can, as long as you can twist my arm enough, you can do whatever you want. And that's not the way this class needs to run. So that's exhausting. I'm already tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm also like, you know, just the management stuff. And I'm like, wow, just make, like I had like, a reading quiz I had the grade, reading responses, you know, I'm checking their annotations on their reading homework, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this isn't even major assignment stuff. I'm like, this is a lot to handle whenever the major assignments come in. So I'm mm. like, a realization hit me this morning. I was like, this is going to suck. <laughs> Why does past melody hate current melody? Well, past melody didn't get a choice. Uh, well, 
Passmelli has to teach three one or twos anyway. Yeah. So it just means 43 things will come in at once. Awesome. Yeah. I'll get like 30, which for me is a huge number. <laughs> it's like, I have, a, I, have a, I have a full section for all my classes. And I was realizing that I was like, that's going, oh man, that's going to be. Yeah, so like, I guess students rough. are probably like, God, we have to write so many assignments or do so many labs. And I'm like, oh God, I have to grade all these papers. So it's the same amount of dread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only they get relief when they turn it in. <laughs> that, well, and that's when it starts for us. Yeah. Is that, I mean, and, you know, I'm, I'm having students, uh, I mean, in terms of, because we're really kind of talking about, like, what are, the, what are our stressors and difficulties in, at the launch of the semester? You know, and for me, right now anyway, there's a fair amount of dealing with students who are freaking out, mm-hmm. which that no judgment on that. Second semester is well, rough. It's every it, beginning of semester, because especially if they don't know me, right? Right. Well, I, well, particularly, I I often get this with first year students in the second semester or in the first semester as well. Mm-hmm. But like coming in is like, okay, I don't know how to write this reflection paper. Okay, we haven't really you probably haven't done much of this genre. Let's talk about this genre. And often, often enough, it's all like. And then, like, the tears come and, like, the personal issues, like, okay, calm, calm, down, calm down, you know. And I, and I find myself slipping into, like, advisor-mentor mode. So, like, it's, it's okay, you know, like, not knowing what's going on or what you want to do in your second semester of college is not the end of the world. It's okay, you know. Yeah. I, I think what I'm hearing is, like, the... Students in, if you're first year, this is our second semester in, yeah, um, and we're basically having to get to know, get, get to know the personality and the expectations, the pet peeves, the whatever of our of our professors again, and the professors, you know, same thing, are having to yes. kind of mm. build the airplane while it's flying from scratch. They're not quite from scratch. At least you guys have content expertise. That's true. That's true. Uh-oh. I mean, in theory, I know how to put a plane together. I guess if that's what you're. <laughs> right. I have the Wright brothers' plane, and what I need is a jet plane, and we're going <laughs> to yeah. build from there. <laughs> Can you give me a push start? <laughs> well, and I don't know where how this is like in high school or whatever, but we're kind of I call this recommendation letter season. Because we have a lot of students whose rec- whose uh, scholarships need to be renewed, and uh, the, the the scholarship people tend to want stuff around January fifteenth or February first or March, and so I've gotten just like in the last ten days like ten requests for recommendation letters, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'm already stressing out about getting things organized, but I don't want to let students down who I do want to write letters for. Right. Um, and so that's just an added something also. So, yeah. And then, you know, we have committee work and all the other stuff. Yeah, coming up. <laughs> Whatever, I already had a personnel committee meeting. Well, assessment hasn't met yet. We will. We have assessment day this semester, so Still don't worry. Day. I got mine coming. <laughs> I'm on that committee with you. Oh. <laughs> what are you on? <laughs> anyway. I didn't come to the last meeting because I had. Yeah, but why, why are you on two committees? <laughs> well, because I'm going up for tenure, and no, they, that's right. I'm a non-voting personnel committee member. Right. But I yeah. did still had to do the work. Anyway. 
Anyway, I'm tired is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, I hate to cut this short, but I'm also taking a class. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I guess... Well, I want, I want to, I'm going to jump in front of you, Pete. I'm going to, do I want to summarize kind of our whole podcast. Our entire... Like this one or the whole thing? The whole series. Right. And this, this one is, is, a, is a good illustration of it, that... Uh, not only is college a uh, information dump d- downloaded directly into your brain by the internet, well, that's not what it is, but it, the, the soft skills, the personality skills of interaction with humans and, and communication with your professors and getting to know the personality of how to address and how to request help and, and who to requ- and how to navigate where is the help coming from, what's my safe harbor, and what's the pirate's cove. And, um, you know, basically that, that those, they're calling them soft skills of how yeah. to be a, grow into being a grown-up, of making strong decisions for your, for your future path and planning ahead. That, I think that's what we really have talked about is, um, you know, in, in this case, it was in reference to the beginning of second semester, you know, using those, being aware that those things are happening, that I'm not just showing up to class and I'm a student and then the knowledge gets dropped on my head. And if I'm, if I'm uncomfortable or unsatisfied, then I complain and whine, or I can, you know, use my interpersonal skills to communicate and request and see see where that goes. And if it's not satisfactory to me, then I, I choose a different, you know, method um, and and get you know the degree I'm aiming at. Also, you can push the plane. If you're feeling if you're feeling a little bit less drained than than us, then you can jump in and you know be a be a collaborator in maintaining my classroom. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure, I'm constructing this airplane in the air as we're going, but I kind of need ask to... ask a question if they if I ask you to ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, respond when I respond yeah. when I ask a question. Right. <laughs> I like, looked at all of their annotations this morning. Tons of highlights and side notes and circles. I'm like, okay, what's one thing you learned? Silence. I'm like, you have it <laughs> underlined. Can you just read something that's underlined? Get on the plane. <laughs> I'm going to write this answer on the board. Will somebody read it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like that. It does. Yeah. No, I've totally done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that next time. Write the answer on the board. Although, it's like so many answers, but you know. I, mean, I don't have math. You write three answers that you will, to I three different questions that, that you will give. Yes, just, no, just, no don't, I don't know. Just put them on the board and don't refer to them and see who, who reads the board. Just right. Discourse communities. That's right. Citation. Genre. Yeah. Rhetorical situation. Just see what happens. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. If you have a question or something you'd like to talk about, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Highland, D-O-C-T-O-R-H-Y-L-A-N-D. Or you can reach me on email, peter.o.highland, H-Y-L-E-N-D, at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.